Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. The great days we're living, bro. That's just <laughs> Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. <laughs> What's going on, Bamslam fam? Bamslam podcast, season two, episode 13. The gang is back together. Look who blew in with the cold weather. Reunited and it feels so good. Oh my God, Michigan one day, Maryland the next day. I'm here, I'm there. Maybe I'll come back. The band is back together. How are you? It's great to have you back, as always. Thank you. It's yeah. great to be here. I miss you guys. How's so the baby? I thought you were going to kick me out. The baby is great. Mm. She's perfection. Um, so that was literally, I think I figured out I was home like nine days in September. So Holy crap. I, I it was nuts because I, I was in New York. And that was like six days, and I was up in the Bay Area for nine. Then I had to. Go, I was home for a day and a half. Had right, to go, right. Had to go to Baltimore, Baltimore to Michigan, Michigan to home. Jesus. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> Get me out of here. Now you're back on the band slam pod. That's right. There was uh, w- w- this past weekend was uh, parents' weekend up at uh, St. Mary's, so Meg and I were out of town last Thursday until this past Tuesday, and. The place we were staying in in Walnut Creek, um, there was a high school football team from Maryland that was there to play uh, Concord De La Salle. Oh, yeah. And De La Salle gets big matchups. They do. And this Maryland record. team beat them. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, I was talking to one of their assistant coaches Saturday morning as they were getting ready to go. And he, was, he said it's like the first team from Maryland that's ever come west and beat a West Coast team. And... I swear to God, at first I thought, is this a college? I mean, they had some big boys walking around. Was it another Sycamore, uh, <laughs> Bishop Sycamore? No, what, no, no. They were they, you know, they were legit. I saw oh, we were over at Dick's Sporting Goods on uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, one of the kids, one of Tofs, one of the kids who we were with their parents, he needed some shoes, so... We went over dicks again with a pair of new running shoes, and some of the kids were over there, and I was going, "Holy crap, they're massive!" But uh, yeah, it was cool to see. And 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 then I went, "Wait, Allie's in Maryland. She's in Maryland for the. No, she's in Michigan. I I, I was in. Maryland. I had our time keeping track. I was of in you. Maryland for so. I'll t- we'll get into it later. But I was yeah. doing some work with University University of Maryland football program. I got to know their coach very well, and I have an interesting story about him to tell you guys later. And then also with the Big 12 commissioner, Kevin Warren, who's a wonderful man. And so we'll get into that. Allie's outgrown us. <laughs> she is. I really enjoyed him, and I will tell you about that later on. All right, Very so cool. let's uh, start off <laughs> with... Uh, Speaking maybe, of enjoying yourself. Yeah, the dumbass himself, uh, <laughs> Mr. Urban Meyer. Oh, my goodness. For those of you that don't know, Urban Meyer was caught on video um, fondling. Is that the right word? I think being like, grinded. Well, upon. she was grinding on him, but, but then he, the but second his right hand, the second video came out, and he yeah. was hand on booty. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's get little ass? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. little squeeze because mm-hmm. he was kind of dry humping her from yeah. one angle. And so the lady was not his wife, which is one issue. 
I don't think it's the biggest issue, which is hard to say. I'm cheating's wrong. Don't cheat. But he wasn't on the plane with his team. To me, that's the most egregious part of the whole thing. Like what he's doing in a bar with a younger girl. I mean, that's really kind of between he and his wife, I guess. Yeah. I think he's kind of a dumbass for it, though. Like, why do that out in public? You know, people have phones. Go to a house party if you, you know, whatever. Don't cheat, but whatever. The worst part to me is not getting on that plane with his team. I don't know a coach at any level that has ever done that. You're an own four football team. You're in the pros. You have a young, influential quarterback. I I don't understand how you were not the first person watching film on the flight home, breaking it down with Trevor Lawrence. Bad move by Urban Meyer. Worst move, getting caught. He's not cut out to be an NFL coach. I don't think so. And any other NFL coach would have been in his office sleeping there like like 99.9% of them do. And that is a fact. I know that because I know NFL coaches. I've known NFL coaches in the past and and currently, and that is what they do. No, it's it it's it just looks bad, and he he was he was a weird hire to begin with, right? And it was it's you know it's kind of it's eerily reminiscent of when um, Al Davis really couldn't find anybody to take the Raider job when it was just a a a freaking dumpster fire, and the Lane Kiffins of the world, you had you know those type of guys who were coaching the team and. No one in their right mind. I mean, you know, Urban Meyer wanted the job because of Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I can, you know, turn this guy into a superstar. But he's not cut out for the NFL. No. no. And and not going back with your team, if you were holding on to your locker room by a thread, well, that thread broke the moment that plane took off and everyone's like, hey, where's where's dumbass? And did you hear at practice yesterday, the team was huddled up in the middle of the field ready to break for practice, and they said, break all three, one, two, three, grind. Yeah. They also in the locker room he, he had was talking with them or telling right. them kind of what happened and I guess when he walked out they all just some source inside the locker room said they all just started busting up laughing like the guys just they have no respect for him. No, I, I, I'm I'm sorry, just cut you off. But no, I, I, that's all. I'm surprised he's still the head coach. To be honest with you. Yeah, I had the tweet out. Who gets fired first, Jace or Urban? Turns out Jace got fired first. But yeah. do you think they'll? fire him or do you think they'll strongly encourage him to resign he was asked if he even thought about resigning he said no and i'm like how did that not cross your mind i i am sure that they are fine tooth combing his contract yeah and that the the lawyers and attorneys for uh shad khan have already said we we have grounds you know if, if you think that this is conduct detrimental to the team and the organization and he's violated, you know, the personal services. Mm-hmm. Then, well, and what does this do to the USC opening? So, I, he's obviously been the one most talked about to this point, I would say. But yeah. USC, remember back before they hired Clay Helton, Urban's name was thrown around. Then he was currently at Fox at the time. Yep. But it was sort of the issues that went back into his past of him covering up sexual assault from one of his assistant coaches, that strength and training guy. Yeah. And USC, I don't yeah. even think gave him an interview. Uh, this weekend when I was in Maryland and kind of all this was happening, um, people don't have very nice things to say. About Urban Meyer? No. Oh. No. He's uh, just, there's just not a lot of respect for the guy, which is disappointing. Like, if you look at him, he looks like a nice old grandpa, doesn't he? I mean, he just looks like a nice person when you just, but... Doesn't that make... He does not have a very good reputation in the 
sports world. Doesn't that make all of it worse? Because he was at dinner with his grandkids before he went next door and started taking pictures with co-eds grinding up on him. Was he really? Yeah. Well, that's what he said he was. But the but his gotta wife... Go check, gotta go check the books at uh, my bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His wife posted a picture of her with the grandkids in the bathtub. Oh, really? Yeah, and she said earlier that night, and she said um, something about, you know, night with the grandkids, and then she, and she said, Buddy... De- I guess she calls him Buddy. I don't mm-hmm. know. But she said, Buddy deserves a night out. Oh. And I was like, oh, well, he's having it. He's having it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see her poor Twitter account? The wife's and everyone in her her comments was like, check why your husband's trending before you keep (laughs) tweeting about desserts. Oh, seriously? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. She was like tweeting about different recipes and stuff and like the dessert she was making that night and someone commented. Kids kids in the uh, bathtub. She was, yeah. Check on your husband. Oh, gosh. Bad time to post that recipe for for tuna pie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, oh sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> oh my god Only it was funny you. you're okay hey Ali, i have a question for Tuna you casserole I, I get it did you hear our uh the two interns we had on last week okay so i i downloaded oh, no. i download the podcast and it i'm even the last on one of my on one of my uh, flights what, bro? come on bro oh my god what are you a beta bitch <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Can't believe Ollie's here with his interns. Oh, Ollie bro. in the friggin' podcast. Oh, you think she'd give me her number? <laughs> oh my god! Ollie, you want to come by the Theta House? Oh my god! I do have a funny story to tell you guys later about a a, co- a Michigan State college boy. Something that he said. Boy, to me. So wow. I'll tell you about it later as we get going in. And um, uh, the next order of business would be our Padres. That's called a tease, by the way. It is. That's a great. <laughs> that tease. was a good one. <laughs> a college boy trying to get it, alley. I'm in. <laughs> I, I posted this yesterday on Twitter, and I still mean it. The breath before AJ Preller speaks is a lie. I'm. I'm yeah. S- he is so full of shit, <laughs> and he, you know, the. Is he full of shit, or is he just? in over his head it might be both it, and it's possible to be both by but, the way yeah it totally True. is i think he has hired nothing but guys who are going to kiss his ass and yes men and yes women and seven years and he has nothing nothing to show for hold it. up costa he has a playoff of appearance right yeah in a in a freaking well he signed tatis to the long-term deal i mean they the had to, has though. to count for something. I, you know, what, and he, we got Manny here. Manny's not did leave, he get Manny he? here, though? I don't know. Is he going to leave? Don't I, don't, I don't know that Manny's oh, going to leave, but did A.J. Preller really get him here? Or was that the pocketbooks of A.J. Preller, or of Peter Seidler and Ron oh. Fowler? Okay, well, at the time. He, he had no choice but to sign Tatis. And getting Manny here, okay, maybe Preller had a little bit to do with it. The bottom right, line is Seidler, the yeah. money is what got Manny here. Bingo. And if, and if I'm Manny Machado... You bet your ass I'm looking for an out. So Jeff Passan yesterday on ESPN reporting that their uh, Padre player told him late in the season that multiple Padres want out and that they didn't want to be there. Well, okay. God, I so hope it's Hosmer. which one do you think told him that? Do Hosmer. You think, thank you. Okay. Eric Hosmer. So remember earlier, like three weeks ago, I told you guys I had something to say about Hosmer, but I had to tell you off mic. Yes. I can tell you on mic now because Darren Smith is it's the one out. who told me, mm-hmm. and he released it yesterday on his show, multiple people in the organization told Darren that Eric Hosmer didn't talk to anybody the last two months of the season. He was pouting in the clubhouse off on his own. He was would not talk to players, would not talk to coaches, would not talk to anybody in the building and hated being there. Okay, that's what I was told. So so but he from can, from a different source though. But okay. he, but he can go say that to to 
Jeff Passan, but it doesn't make it true. Correct. It just means he doesn't want to be there. And so he's trying to put it out there to make yeah. it look like there's all these other, you know. And this whole time we kind of thought that, oh, it was A.J. Preller threatening to trade Hosmer that really brought this team down. Well, it turns out Hosmer is a cancer in the clubhouse. He isn't the clubhouse leader. No. No. He's a joke. He's a piece of ass. And I think that... Overpaid the, piece I think, of ass. I think the team quit because... AJ wasn't able to trade Hosmer. And they very likely could you know? be that. And they yeah. couldn't and AJ couldn't bring in a pitcher because guess what? The team did their job in the first half. They were in it. Yeah. Right? Totally, totally yeah. in it. They were like two games behind the Dodgers at the trade deadline. And then the last half of the season they just fall apart. And I think part of it is because they thought the cavalry was coming. And by the way, that's what got Jace fired too. Like I don't think Jace Singh was a bad guy. I've met him once. He seemed really nice. I think he's not a bad guy. Part of the reason Jace got fired was because there was no reinforcements to come in to help him out. No, and that's AJ's fault. AJ right now has built this little kingdom where he is now, and I put this out on Twitter as well. He's a he is a legend in his own mind. He's a fucking cult leader, and he has Peter Seidler wrapped around his pinky. And I I wish Seidler would have stepped up to the microphone and said, "Jace and AJ are gone," and I don't care. I don't care if it means going back and having to rebuild a little a little bit. Get rid of him. He's a friggin' clown. The fact that he thinks that the only organization that is producing any sort of baseball uh, men and women is the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. Get the F out of here. You mean the Texas Rangers of San Diego? I guess so. Yeah, Texas Rangers uh, West. Mm-hmm. All right, so Tingler's gone. Unfortunately, AJ is not. As of right now, Hosmer is not. Who's the, who is the guy who wants to come in and inherit this this freaking porta potty that's overflowing with shit. <laughs> that and was and that's what that I, was beautiful. Sorry, imagery. and that's what I think AJ Preller and his front office are right now. I, I really think there should only be not one name on the list, and you should pay him whatever you want. And that's okay, Bruce Bochy. I was gonna say, everyone say your name on three. Well, Bochy moved here. He lives here. Yeah, he lives yeah. here. He, I think, would want the job, but he would want more control, and so it's. It's will Preller give up some of that and no, let him manage the team. And I don't if, think Preller he, will. He, he, I don't well, think Bochi's not going to take it if he's not the manager. I don't think Preller would make the call to Bruce Bochi. I really don't. I think just because of his ego, like yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Oh God, I think so the phone call will go. Hey, Bruce, it's AJ Preller. <laughs> <laughs> That's Click. why this needs to be Peter Seidler's decision. I'm sorry, but you've given too much power to someone, and he's shown you nothing he's through seven years. Two. He but is if, 0 for 2. If he takes another inexperienced coach, we've we've done it twice now, manager. We've done it twice no. with Andy Green. He can't. And then Jace Tingler. You just you can't. you got to let somebody come in and be the manager, and that's something that Peter needs to step up. So Bo- Boch, sorry, Ben. If you're a season ticket holder, are you, you're you oh signing God. up for next year? F them. Well, they raised the prices right before yeah. they collapsed. No. About 20, 20 to 25%. No. Yeah. It, it's, it's a giant kiss my ass. If I was a Padre season, t- I'm a Padre fan. I am not sending, I am not spending a plug nickel on that team until after the All-Star break. I, no. Until they show you something? Until they show me something. If I was a season ticket Now, holder, does that change? F-U. Does that change if they bring in Bruce Bochy? No. Really? No. That I, would I change mean, my mind. No, I would be... No, because still, Bochy could get in there, but it could still be A.J. Preller telling him yeah, what to do. Yeah, but nope, not Bruce Bochy. I really think if Bruce Bochy comes in, he comes in with a list of demands. Oh, One of those sure. demands is that I have control of every lineup move, of oh. people going down to AAA, of people coming oh, up. No, it's, I have control of every starting rotation move. I have control of every bullpen move. Your analytics can go fuck themselves. Bruce comes in and puts his 30-pound 
brass balls on the table. And three rings on his middle finger. three rings on his middle finger. Says, okay, AJ, what do you got? Analytics are so overrated. I agree. So I think in every sport, I think it's it's they're relied on way too much, and half the time they're wrong. And so. think about who's in the ALDS right now. By the way, the White Sox and the Astros are both coached by coaches over seventy years old. Yeah. Sure. Between uh, what's what's the guy that got the DUI? I always forget Tony his name. Russa? Tony Larusa and Dusty Baker are coaching those two teams right now, managing those two yeah. teams. They are both gut managers. I'm sorry, but they, pro- they probably take the analytics sheets every day and go, "Oh, okay, this is." Good. And then wipe their ass with it, yeah. pretty much, and they say, "Okay, what is my gut telling?" Gut me? managers yeah. are still the way to go. I understand analytics for front office. I understand it for roster moves. I understand it for bringing guys in who you think can help the organization of your team. Yeah, but for manager, but it has to be gut managing. Same thing with in the NFL. I feel like. For, for, <laughs> So many times they're basing, you know, should we go for it here or not? Well, the analytics say this. Like, well, screw that. So Figure it out on your own. Allie, if it's not Boach, who do you think? Well, I don't know. I could see Preller maybe wanting Ron Washington because he's yep. from the oh, Rangers. Gee, who, yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 What, you know? Nolan, and, and, Nolan Ryan's not available? <laughs> evidently, he really, really wants to be back managing, too. He does. Yeah. He told Marty that a couple weeks ago, oh, Marty Caswell. Mm-hmm. And then there, there's other names on the list. They're all old guys, Buck though. Showalter, there's a gut guy, yeah. relationship with Manny. And by the way, I'd probably be fine with that. Yeah? How I'd, old is he? Buck Showalter, I'm not positive Buck's got to be in his 60s. Well, and then there you got a guy like Mike Sosha, who last time he managed successfully, 2 the Angels won the World Series with yeah. him at the helm. I don't think. Uh, what about Aaron Boone? If if the Yankees jettison Aaron Boone, Aaron Boone has his own set of issues. He has health issues. I I don't know that he would take another managing job. Okay. Was Aaron Boone had a heart attack a couple years ago at forty something? I mean, oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Well, I. Buck Showalter is sixty five. Okay, that's that's not that's bad. Not bad. Fine. And Boach is sixty six. I mean, you're yeah, talking about the same it's sort of thing fine. here. So I don't. I really don't know where they go, but they have to get it right. I'll tell you that. Oh, you think? And I don't think it should be A.J. Preller's decision. You're 0 for 2, and uh, no. if, if if Peter Seidler has this blind faith in you as a talent assessor, whatever, yeah. fine. He is good at assessing talent, and maybe he should just go do that. Go assess talent. Well, he's also good at trading talent away. I don't know if yeah. you guys saw Tri- 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 Ty France's numbers this year. They were absurd. Mm. Framo Reyes, 30 home runs. Uh, Hunter Renfro, 30 home runs. Fran Mill made me so depressed. Was, he was the greatest, and was, not yeah. just a okay. great player, but a great human being, great to the fans, yep. great to his teammates. There is not one bad thing you can say about that guy. The last time I was in the Padres clubhouse was when Fran Mill was still there. And who was the party of the locker room? Oh, him. Oh, who sure. was the one that everyone sure. was going towards? It was mm-hmm. Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, Fran Mill Reyes, all on one locker. On my hit this morning with, with Paul Rudy and, and Lauren on KOSI. You got to take it easy on Palais, man. I didn't do anything to Pele. Oh, good. I was I was okay. Um, I had we had a not a full list, but probably seventy five percent of the ex Padres who are now still in the playoffs, mm. and that wasn't even counting Anthony Rizzo, who'd been eliminated the night before by the Red Sox. And it's just it, you're like, what? Cal Quantrill also had an excellent year this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see Hunter Renfro, yeah. Catch, yeah. Was he, did Hunter catch the final out? I think so. The wild card? Dude, no. Hunter Renfro's been great, and so happy. He for just him. wasn't great with the Padres, but that leads you back to the thing: is it managing? Is it talent? Is it talent acquisition? I don't. Well, something is off with this franchise. Yeah, you win in a sixty-game season. Congrats. 
Again, thank you. It, it it was a sixty game pandemic season that you make the playoffs. The Marlins made the playoffs last year. Get over yourselves. Yeah. Okay, but how about that game last night? I mean, couldn't when it was the bottom of the ninth and there were two I outs. Know. I was like, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a walk off. Like it. you just knew it was coming. You could. Feel and it, it was a guy who's like seven for his last seventy. I know Chris Taylor. Yeah, Chris Taylor. You could just feel it coming. You he, knew. You knew it was going to happen. The fact. I, I tell you what. It was. It was great redemption for Cody Bellinger and Chris Taylor. It was a hell of a game. I watched that entire game great. last yeah, night. I thought it was great too. Some people are like, oh, it's so boring. One one forever. No, but, no. No, but that's what made it. So and it was playoff so, baseball. Right. That's what made it so intense. When the Cardinals exciting. turn that double play with the bases that's loaded amazing. with one out and the dugout just starts going yeah. bonkers. Well, did you see Wainwright? Yeah. Is he yeah. Pumping his fist. But, yeah. And how about towards? that play Wainwright made in the second inning? Or was it the first inning where he caught the line drive? Oh, the line drive. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was an awesome game last night. It, it was. Really was. And, and as much as I don't want to see the Dodgers succeed, I'm so happy it's Dodgers Giants. Go Giants. Oh, yeah. Way. Instead of Cardinals Giants. Although Cardinals Giants is still good, but this has the potential to be, you know, you hope it gets it gets tested. Oh, yeah. And those old feelings come bubbling up to the surface. Especially because there's guys who have been around for a long time on both teams. Oh, yeah. So they all know the rivalry. It's going to be an awesome series. How is this the first time, though, in their history? It is. They've never met in the playoffs. Never met in the playoffs. One of them's always been good. One of them's always been not so so. good. And this is the time. This is the... We're here. Mm. I think the Giants are going to do it. I really do. I think they're unstoppable. No one expected it. Everybody still expects them to collapse at some point. But I just... I don't know. You know, they were also my team growing up until I moved to San Diego 17 years ago. And And if we can draw a comparison here, the stark difference between how front offices are run. Oh, God. I mean, you got the Dodgers with Friedman. You got the Giants with Zaidi. And by like, no one expected the Giants to do anything. Well, Zaidi went out and hired the right manager. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I just it's a stark difference. One hundred seven, one hundred six wins, and then there's a Padres. And all those older guys they have that are no one expected to do anything. No. this year. Crawford, Two of them Brandon had Crawford and um, Buster Posey, Posey, Evan Longoria, Brandon that's your, Belt. That's yeah. your manager. Yeah, Brandon Belt. Like he's sure. hurt. He's not playing. That's, that's your manager. Those are the guys buying into what Gabe right. Kapler has to say. You're absolutely right. Well, and Dodgers are missing a couple of people too. With um, Muncie's out, Muncie's out, and uh, Clayton um, Kershaw's, Kershaw's out. out. And when yeah. you talk like Bellinger had a really bad year, Mookie Betts had a really bad year, and both those, uh, I mean, but the team still play, wins 106 games. How do you play when you get to the playoffs? All right, on the other side. Oh wait, hold on. Um, we got one more. We got a hell of an NFL game tonight. Jeez, ooh, Louise. Yeah. We, I was going to save NFL for the other side. I'm good with that? that. Okay. What about Dave Roberts? If he, Dave, if they don't. He pushed all the right buttons last night. What What about Dave as the... Wait, you think the Dodgers... Why would he Why leave? would the Dodgers fire him? I'm telling you. I'm just saying. I know he's coming off a World Series truncated season, but if they're looking... He might win another one this year. he'd go from there to here? I don't know. And remember last time Dave Roberts was available to manage, they didn't even interview him. No. Okay. No. Then we'll put that one to bed. Uh, after this message from our great friend at Blenders, great friends at Blenders... Uh, week four of the NFL season. Week five gets underway tonight. Huge matchup. The NFL is fun this year. How about Sunday I, I, night football this week, too? Oh, God. It it's uh, Bills Chiefs. Bills oh, yeah, Chiefs. Right. Fucking bring it on. Uh, and honestly, I think the Bills so do I. take it. They're yeah. amazing. Uh, it's, it, it's, the NFL is fun this year. It is fun this year. And then Allie's got some stories from her big trip uh, back east. I have keep like it, three stories. Keep it here. <laughs> As we told you at the beginning of the podcast, and we just reiterated for you, so happy that Blender's Eyewear is along for the ride on the Bam Slam uh, 
podcast. You talk about awesome, affordable sunglasses, rad styles, plus colorways that range from 38 bucks to $68. They offer a wide range of products, sunglasses, RX, blue light, snow goggles, and helmets as well. They're big right now. They are even getting bigger. Locally owned, locally made here in San Diego, but internationally known. Uh, their motto is life in forward motion, and their goal is that their products push you to be the best version of yourself, like we're trying to do with this podcast, and that's why Blenders is along for the ride. Thank you, everybody, with Blenders Eyewear. Uh, they are offering a 16% discount uh, on behalf of the Bam Slam podcast for all of you that get to BlendersEyewear.com. Just use our code, Bam Slam, and you're going to get 16% off your purchase. BlendersEyewear.com. Code word is Bam Slam. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the Bam Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie, and Mike. That's right, Bam Slam. 16% off, folks. Come on. Get yourself some glasses. Come on, get yourself some glasses. I was on a boat, and my blendies worked perfect. And don't think you don't need sunglasses heading into fall and winter. You still need them. Well, it is San Diego. Now more than ever, it's easy to get. And even if you're not in San Diego, it's easy to get fooled into thinking your eyes don't need that extra no. protection but they do i feel i totally feel naked if i do, if God, i get too. outside and i'm like oh wait a second where are my sunglasses and protection is always a good thing remember that kids protection <laughs> is a great thing get your sunglasses Allie, get your head out of the and gutter oh my rascal. god oh my uh week five do you know a phrase that left costa's mouth on last week's podcast was a snack and a whack i heard that <laughs> just look at him you guys didn't have me here to be like Okay, them so off. wait, I had some crackers and then I went back and looked at old stats from the Western Athletic Conference. Yeah. A snack and a whack. I Thank agree. You. A snack and a whack. I agree. I got more text messages about that than anything last Tell week. Tell you what you're talking about. <laughs> a snack and a whack, bro. Oh uh, the NFL God. is fun. We've got four games in the uh in the in the books now. We start the second quarter of the season tonight. You got the Rams in the Seahawks. What a game. And I I cannot tell you who well, I think the teams that I know for a fact are legit. I think the Buffalo Bills are absolutely totally. They le- just kick the shit out of everybody, legit. don't they? Mm-hmm. They do. They do. No mercy. No. Mm-hmm. They are they are They're no for real. Mercy. They were for real last year and I think this year they shored up what wasn't working last year because yeah. they are And you know what I like about this Bills team is Josh Allen is not doing it all. He no. was last year. They were winning games solely on his back. This mm-hmm. year, he is able to hand it off. They have a run game going. The defense is stout. The wide receiver, like Stephon Diggs, hasn't really made a huge impact. Good. Okay, yeah. what four teams, let's all name what four teams we think are leading the NFL right now. Not, I mean, don't look at records. I'm just saying, in your mind, which four do you think are tops? All right, I can go first. Go. Okay. I mean, obviously, the Cardinals. You can't say no to them so far. They've right. dominated everybody they've played. I could say the Bills. I could say the Bucks and I could say the Rams. Okay. Mine are also the Bills, the Chargers. Sorry, but it's Shit, true. the Chargers are good. The Cowboys and the Cardinals. The Cowboys. 
Cowboys are Don't freaking, get fooled oh, by fool's gold. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't get <laughs> fooled, Allie. They're for real. No, Look, this is. You, are you watching Dak? I am. Scott? He's amazing. I he have nothing bad to say about unreal. Dak. Real. And their defense was such. They were pure shit last year, and they are so. Don't fall much for the Cowboys. This year. Don't fall for the Cowboys. I've seen, seen their trap. schedule. I've t- their yeah, schedule Allie. is so easy uh, that I don't. I, okay, maybe not beyond. Allie, maybe when they get into playoffs, it'll get harder. But I think they cruise. The Cowboys are the Raiders. The, they're the same. For, don't I fall for the Raiders. I saw what I but, but what did they do last week? They looked terrible, terrible against the Chargers. Week, and that's why I took them out, and I that's why I took the Rams out too. Sorry, but we got to talk about your Raiders at some point, guy. I know. Fourteen I know. and three is my prediction for Cowboys. Anyway, those oh, are my four. No. Who, are your, who are your four? Fourteen uh, and three. Allie, don't fall for the Cowboys. And they've already lost one to the Chargers. They do this every year. They've lost two. They lost God, to the Bucks on opening night. Yeah, Bucks. Oh, what I meant. They've lost one. They've only lost to the Bucks. Bucks Bills, Arizona. I mean, you have to. Uh, Kyler looks amazing. Um, Talk and, about a and my fourth, I, you know, my fourth, I've kind of got this swirling. I've got the Rams in there. Chargers um, have to be. Uh, I think the Bucks are fools gold. That's my fools gold. Do you really? The yes. Cowboys are more more fools gold than the Bucks are. I would they love, barely beat the Patriots. I would. You know what? Let me see before I before I'm ready to put the Chargers. I'm in ready there. to fight Allie right now. Ready? Nice. Uh, you want to go on the Bucks Patriots? No, let me see. When has Bill Belichick ever been more motivated going into a game than that one? The defensive the game Bra- plan okay. was perfect. Okay, the Browns. Costa, shut up! I'm talking to Allie. All right. The Browns Chargers games this this week in Los Angeles is a pick'em. Which one was this? Browns, Browns. Chargers is a pick 'em. Mm-hmm. I got Chargers by a long shot. Oh man! I don't if know. they can, if they can take care of business against the Browns, the Browns and the Bengals, then I'll give are them good this year. And the Bengals too. Uh, let me put it this way: I Joey got, Burrow's for reals. Yes, he is. my quarterback in my family fantasy league, which I'm in first place, and evidently I'm in first place in our Bam Slam podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm so league, bad so at fantasy sorry. football this year. <laughs> you trounced me. I didn't know I was in the lead until someone told me on Twitter. Shit. <laughs> I haven't looked at it. I always go. Like, I always go to my team first, and I always forget to hit matchup. And then I go matchup, and I'm like, oh, she's just thumping. Me. I'm so bad across all three of my leagues this year. I just want to bury my head in the sand and cry. I tell you what, it's been a great. Again, if you're Roger Goodell and you're in the National Football League, oh, rake just, it in, you're baby! They're going. It's exactly. Did you what, see what I want. the freaking Thursday night game between the Bengals and the Jags? Put up record numbers. I know, I wow. know. And then the freaking um, what was our Sunday night? It game? was Patriots. Oh, Bucks. Patriots. Bucks. The return. Which I'm going to fight Allie some more about. Which it. the Pats come up, and again they just leave Brady too much time on the clock. When we know of that course. story. Well, they but missed how the field many field games goal. this year? Have come down to that. So many. That, you would so think it's rigged. Many last. There's only been a couple of blowouts. Yeah, yeah. So, but so many winning by field goal or, oh, yeah. or losing by. Oh the yeah. End, so many games. And that's why we that. love the NFL, without yeah, a doubt. It's, it's, it's it's great because you're you're going into it every single week, going. I think they should win, but. I'm and, really not sold on them. Winning. And some of the teams that used to not be so good are good now, and it like the Cardinals or or the Browns and the and the Bengals. It's fun. Sorry, it's fun <laughs> kind of seeing some of these um, these other teams popping up instead and the, of the usual Patriots. And, and the new generation of quarterbacks whoever. is really fun for me to follow because I, I, I saw a video today I and agree. it like had Justin Herbert, Joey Burrow, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and then it was like, but da- sometimes. <laughs> 
I start thinking about the old guys, and it was Eli Manning and Peyton Manning and Philip Rivers. They're so much more athletic. I talk about a turnaround in the new generation. Well, watching the Chargers the other night, and you know, obviously in San Diego, we're not fans and we don't want to see the. I'm a fan of Herbert. Do well. I, I don't. You, how can you not be? That He's kid's amazing. amazing. He is amazing. He's the real deal. And it gets more obvious every game, and they look really good, and they probably shouldn't have lost to the Cowboys. No, and they uh, they look they look for real. The Chargers. Sorry, uh, everybody. Justin Herbert is a magnificent, magnificent quarterback, and he's going to be around he's for a long time. Better as an time. NFL player than he was as a college hey, player in Oregon. I absolutely. Think. What are we? What's going on with the Chiefs? Well, they're struggling a little uh, bit, and that's what I mean. It's like kind of fun to see these other teams. I like the Chiefs. But wait, but the Chiefs were defense. supposed to be at the top of the AFC they're West for the next they're two and two. ten yeah. years. Yeah, they're at the bottom of the AFC West right now. Yeah. But they were supposed to be like, oh god, are the Chiefs going to win the next five Super Bowls? I, I, yeah. I, okay, but all the all three other teams they did a good job of building up to that level of competition, and that's where like if we want to draw this back to the Padres. Yeah, if the Padres were in the NL Central, they would probably be in the playoffs right now. But the fact of the matter is, you're not. So you have to build up to what's around you. And the Broncos, the Chargers, even the Raiders. The Broncos are a surprise this year, too. I like There's them another a lot. one that's like, they got an offense. They, when did they finally get good? Yeah. Um, and, and the Raiders, until this last week, you know, looked good. About how fun is uh, There's a couple of players on there I love to watch. I mean, Waller's just He's amazing. Beast. Max Crosby, incredible. Mm-hmm. Even though he couldn't do anything against the and Chargers. And Renfro. See all the times How about was... that play that Renfro made on the, un- fake punt. the fake, fake punt. punt? Okay, yeah. and you guys, I'm sorry, but he He's looks like MVP a seventh right grade math teacher. I know when he, he does. takes he totally his helmet, does. it's like, <laughs> no. are you serious? How did you make it into the NFL? It, Just on looks alone, I'm surprised every coach didn't be like, oh, no, that kid's know, not a football player. Well, you go back to he's him at Clemson. A, I know. Yeah. Same, same, thing, same exact thing. Yeah, but he's catching these bombs from Deshaun Watson. You're like, whoa, no kidding. Who's that? He's a stud. I um, no the the Raiders woes now. Are, are within their offensive line and and as soon if they can get incognito back leatherwood needs to go bye-bye oh, he's he, not, he, need, he needs he needs to go inside he's a, not ready alabama no. guy i'm sorry i'm just he was I, also the most I penalized alabama guy in college football, football last year yeah. uh, he's yeah. not ready for the nfl you could tell just by looking at him he got manhandled by joey bosa yeah yeah, yeah they got to put they got to bring him inside and they're probably going to put brandon parker at uh at, at, at right tackle it was the the way they started that game I mean, the, the three and outs and the punts and the punts and the punts and the punts. Again, you can't – if John Gruden's, John Gruden's offense is predicated on running the football, then, then run the football. But what, what he was calling, as soon as he saw what the Chargers were doing, he should have just said, F it, we're going five wide. There was, there was a game many years ago where the Rich Gannon-led Raiders went into Pittsburgh, and they knew, they knew ahead of time, this was their Super Bowl year, they were not going to be able to run the ball against the Steelers because of, I think, Charlie Garner was hurt. Some other guys were hurt. I think they ran the ball five times. And Gannon threw for over 400 yards. They beat the Steelers, but they just knew. Why bang your head against the right. wall? So. I, have a, I have a question. Uh, was Derwin guarding Darren Waller? Was Derwin James guarding Darren Waller? I, I don't. Yeah, in some plays he was. Yeah, some plays he was. He was I'm not sure. sure. The Raiders are going to struggle all year against teams that have a big, fast middle linebacker or strong safety type who can guard Darren Waller. Because a lot of teams, there's just nobody who's there to guard him. Yeah, Derwin, like you just don't have an option. But Derwin's yeah. one of them who can. Jalen Ramsey's yeah. one of them who can. Although the touchdown he caught, I don't. That that was over one of the corners. It wasn't over Derwin James. I think they were in a zone, and he ended up just finding the hole on that left yeah. side. But yeah, I don't know. I the Raiders have question marks, and I think there's a little bit of a blueprint now to beat them. Could be. Which is just rush the shit out of Alex Leatherwood. Wherever he is on the <laughs> yeah. field, just go at him. Yeah. I would say this. 
if I'm Joey Bosa, I'm taking out insurance on my knees. What did he say to, about Derek Carr? He said, "Oh, we knew that. You know, he gets shook if you hit him a couple times. Mm, and he's then, not wrong. Well, and no, and and I I will say Shan, uh, Shannon Sharp uh, said, mm. you know, Joey Bosa sounds like a guy who's not used to winning in the NFL. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> oh, he's not wrong well, either. That's, yeah. that's not wrong. Yeah. So it's gonna, you guys. Well, I what I hope one of the Raiders tries to kneecap him in that last last Come game. Come on, absolutely. Wow. What was shocking to me? Well, okay, it's not shocking at all. But the the percentage of Raider fans to Charger fans, Ooh. and I think it will be pretty much every game. It, it when the Cowboys came in to SoFi, yep. it was the same thing. It's going to be that way with the Browns it, fans. This maybe week. even more with when the Raiders were there, and then Chiefs in week like sixteen or yeah, something. I, I oh, think man. I think it's going to be every week, and I it, it, that part of it for the players, not for the owner, but for the players, makes me sad that they are going to play. The, Never have a home game. Well, the owner's stoked, and everybody else gets an extra home game. The owner still gets the all the revenue. You know they what really I mean? Do, Allison, they do, right. they do, and I just think it's so depressing. And like, who wants to play there when who's, that's how it is? Who's the uh, little asswipe on Good Morning Football? Um, Schrager? No, not Pete. Not uh, Kyle Brandt. Yeah, the the old Beverly Hills guy. Oh, what? Hey douchebag, shut up! Oh, when he was like calling on Charger fans to get out there, well, or, or saying, "Hey, I'm really tired of this beef that the Chargers don't have any fans and blah blah blah." It's like, look at the stands, yeah, dude, and dumbass. When, and when people say the fans, you got to come and get there and don't let, but they don't have them I to know. go there. No, God, they don't. They don't have them to go there. So I don't know why that keeps coming up. And when uh, you know what was funny is, according to Twitter during the game, I saw that the broadcast somebody was turning down the crowd noise for us to hear on tv they had to and but you knew it was still happening because herbert had his hands oh, over totally. his helmet trying totally. to hear what they were and telling they got him. booed at halftime and before the game yes. the chargers got booed, got booed. Yeah, it was and they could not hear a thing no it was it was awesome they were in a silent it is awesome, awesome. It, it it's it hey sorry guys sorry that you're a charger you know, do your time and then go somewhere else and and see what it's like so to be on a real to football a kid like team. Herbert, is he going to stay there his whole career? It depends on how attractive they make it and how nice his work balance is. So I I could see it, yeah, because he seems like a very soft spoken, humble guy. You guys, just imagine if the Chargers had never left here, oh that God. kid would oh, be would be running this town. He and Tatis God. would be the two stars running around. People, he would be such a superstar here. I would it's, already be his friend. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He would be such a superstar here in in, in L. A. We could smoke meats together. <laughs> no, I think I, he's into that. He's into briskets um, and stuff. It's. I think it's just so great that maybe we'd be roommates. The opposing fans um, outnumber the the Charger fans, and, and nothing against anybody who's a, still a Charger fan. That's great, or you're a new fan in L. A. But don't ever, ever, ever think you're going. You're going to have a home field. Okay, if the Lions come to town, well, it's maybe not, it's not your stadium. So no, even not. if it is a home field advantage, is it really a home field yeah, advantage? You're still, you're still renting. Mm-hmm. It's just know? it's an embarrassment. I I, yeah. I feel bad for the Charger fans. Honestly, it's Spanos one hundred and one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the cheapest, and how can I make the most mm-hmm. money? Mm-hmm. All right, tell us your stories. Oh. oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, so I got to do some work with the University of Maryland football. The coach, Mike Loxley, is an amazing man. I don't know if you guys know his story, but one of his sons um, had mental health issues, was 
kind of they'd kind of gotten his medication balanced. He was finally doing well. Um, was living on his own, had a job, and somebody walked into his apartment and killed him in the middle oh of the night. Oh, my God. Um, shot him. They've oh never no. caught the person. It happened in, I think, 2017. Horrible. So he has a very strong platform about mental health and about taking care of your of his players. He's very, very serious about it. And um, so it was the NC2A put, does a mental health awareness game of the year every year, and that was... Saturday or fr- did, Friday, did all the sorry. coaches wear a pin? Yeah, or, green okay, pin. The green pin. Uh, and all the hel- right. and helmets all had the green ribbon That's on the right. back okay. of the helmets. So Iowa's they were playing uh, Iowa and Iowa's Iowa was involved as well. Um, and so it was a big deal. And they um, it happens every year. I think now this is maybe the fourth year, um, but you two of the years it's been University of Maryland because he is so outspoken about it. Um, this is the start of Mental Health Awareness Week, and um, so that was kind of the kickoff, at least for, for college football. And so just remember, it's okay to not be okay, and it's 100%. okay to go find help. Oh and, in the, and in the United States, I know it's really awful because – um, most therapists either don't take insurance, and if they don't, they charge a lot. But talk to a friend, call your mom, call a coworker, a friend, a, a, your next door, somebody. There's always somebody. No one's alone. Mm-hmm. So that's, I just wanted to preach that a little bit because he does and he lives it with his players. His players are incredible. Did a lot of work with them over those few days, a lot of media stuff, and it was just. One of the most amazing experiences of my life. How cool for you to get to go Um, do something like that. It was pretty amazing. It really was. And so I got to be in the Big 12 commissioner's box during the game. I was on the field for a lot of the game, but I got to be up in his suite. Hello. Ah, Excuse us. We were just sitting here podcasting without you. Yeah, working Ah. hard. So he Talking about Chad and Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like How big time you guys. In the suite, it was yeah. it was very good. Lobster nice. mac. Com- Tell me there was lobster com- mac and cheese. Commissioner Kevin Warren is amazing, and there's a lot of talk. Did you tell him, hey, chatter. look at the Aztecs, Kev? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. But there was Come a on. lot of chatter about him becoming the next NFL commissioner. Whoa. So is Raj guess, out? What? No, really? I don't. Well, when that happens, there's a lot of talk that he would be the guy in the running. He took a lot of flack when the whole COVID shut right. down. Mm. He shut down the Big Twelve, he, or Big Ten. He took a lot of uh, flack for all that. But he is. Did I say Big Twelve earlier? I meant Big, Big Ten. Sorry. Um, he's the Big Ten commissioner. Anyway, he is amazing, and he is one of the kindest, most. He's very soft spoken, but he. I've never seen anybody that looks you in the eye and listens to every word you say. So I met him Thursday night. Then Friday night was the game. When we went up into his suite, he was like, oh, so how's it going? Tell me about your day. What'd you guys do? Like, tell me how that interview went. Like, he was so, he remembered everything we had talked about the day before. And he talks to a lot of people. Wow. And I was like, I'm just a nobody guy, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But and it was funny because the next night he was also going to Michigan State WKU where I was going. Um, and he's like, come find me. Like, come up to my suite tomorrow. We'd love to have you. And of course, I didn't. He's like, give me his number and, and to text. And I didn't do it because I felt stupid. So <laughs> I just sat with the other parents at that game. <laughs> so I literally flew to Maryland, to, to Baltimore, Baltimore to uh, Detroit, Detroit to Lansing, went to the game and flew back on Sunday. It was a whirlwind. But I have a funny story. Yeah, I want to hear about the college kid that hit on you. Okay, well, he didn't hit on me, but... What's up? Uh, so, What's up, so I got, Oh, my 
got. I got. I can buy beer. Then you want to go back to Beta House? <laughs> uh-huh. Play beer pong? You want to be my partner? You want to watch the Big Lebowski? <laughs> <laughs> Drink white Russians on our couch. <laughs> Except oh, our sorry. couch is actually. Uh, oh my god! What happened on? when I was gone? Oh my god! We Go got ahead. creative. We Go got ahead. creative. Um, so I I flew into Lansing, which is a you know one room airport basically, and um got out. Assuming I could take an Uber to the hotel, and I was staying at the team hotel, and uh, um there was no Ubers. <laughs> there was just none. Do they and, have Uber? They, or they do, it? but there were no cars available and there was a lot of people trying to do the same thing. Oh, okay. And so this, I see this shuttle pull in and it says Marriott on the side and and the guy looks like he's waiting for somebody and he was, this one woman. And I and I so I'm quickly like mapping it. I'm like, he has to go right past my hotel to go to that Marriott. So I looked at him and I was like, if I gave you $20, will you take me to my hotel? Oh. <laughs> it's not the Marriott. And he was like, He's like, just get in, I'll do it. And he like put my bag in. So that was the first story. But anyway, so I get there and I spent some time with Ben before he had to head into a meeting. Um, and then their team meal before they were getting on the buses to go to the stadium at Michigan State. And so I was now it's like two thirty and I've been up since I don't even know what hour. I don't even know what time. I'm still on the East Coast time zone. But anyway, I thought, okay, and I'd been up to like one thirty. Friday night after the game and stuff. So I thought, okay, I'm going to, I have got to eat or I'm going to kill somebody. So I walked two blocks to this restaurant, sitting at the bar, having a salad and some food and, and, uh, watching college football. And there's these three people next to me and it it was a cup, a girl and two guys, a couple, and then like their friend. And they're talking to me and they're like, Oh, you're, we got a WKU fan in here. Oh, cause I have my sweatshirt on. And so they're talking to me and super nice, really cute. They were probably, I don't know if they were they might have been like seniors, maybe one year removed, but they all had gone there or were going there. So left, went back to the hotel, got went to the game. And as I'm walking around the stadium to the gate where you can pick up your tickets, they, the players' families can pick up their tickets. And uh, I'm trying to find that. I mean, it is thousands and thousands of people. There were 87,000 people at this game, Jeez. right? I mean, it's the stadium holds 105,000. Like, it's, it, I didn't know it's it was that big. gigantic. Wow. And the the thousands of people tailgating and I'm like just trying to find gate J, you know? And so I'm walking by and all of a sudden I hear this, Hey, and I look and it's, it's the three, it's Brad. It's, it's the couple, it's the three people from the bar. I'm like, Oh, Hey, they're like, Oh my God, I got to see you again. And then the one guy goes, yeah, I'm so embarrassed to tell this story. I've got ecstasy. Okay. So Ben's team is called the Hilltoppers, right? Yeah. He's like, can I have a hug? And I'm like, sure. So I like gave this random guy a hug. And then he goes, he goes, I'm not calling you the Hilltoppers. I'm calling you the Milf Toppers. Whoa! <laughs> oh. Brad! It's either the grossest thing or the best thing That's anyone's hot. ever said to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just how you take it. I was dying. I literally was like, what did you just say? I love it. I love I, it. I'm turning bright red as I'm sweating because I'm well, this story. The nice but, thing is you would have had full reign to kick someone in the nuts. Oh, my God. But he was so sweet and like he was Aww. trying to be sweet anyway, milf top I, I, like I, I didn't know if it was the grossest thing or the funniest thing that anyone's ever said good to for me, him so. hey man anyway. shoot or shoot right? yeah shoot or shoot I, I just was like are you serious right now but, okay. so did it work uh, no i was like i gotta go get my ticket bye what, what'd you guys have for breakfast the next day <laughs> hey, uh. <laughs> God, the next day, before I knew it, I was in a car heading to Detroit because I didn't fly out of Lansing. I flew out of Detroit to, was that where I went home? Yeah, so sure. then I came back to San Diego. Did you tell your son that story? I did not. Oh, man. I did well, not. Out the I told, out of the I, now. told 
I told a couple of friends the story. Do you think Ben would not tell my sons? I'm trying to think. If someone said that to my mom, they'd be getting their ass flat. I think if I told my sons that, hopefully they don't listen to this episode. If I told my sons that, they would be like, okay, that's gross. Yeah, time to kick like, some ass. Please Your don't. mom could be a bill stopper. See, now I'm going like, to have to jump like, over the table. Just, like, Lewis. Angela's beautiful. Okay. Like, deep down, they might be like, well, that's sort of cool, but, uh, but I think that they would hate was, it. Was there a part of you just a little no, bit No, there was no like, part of me, Costa. Not no. that wanted to do, but that was like really proud. You're like, okay, kick off is... <laughs> no, I was... Not at all. No. There's a, there's a, there's a right. porta potty oh. about... I was going to oh. say, I was going to say, I was going to say, do you have a van? I should have told the story. I shouldn't have told it. But it was so funny. You go, okay. I mean, you got to admit, I'm not going to lie. Was it, uh, are things like that a little bit flattering sometimes? Well, of course. Like, who would say that? Like, I'm not going to, you know, whatever. Is it, was it kind of gross too? Yes. No, all right, Costa, let's try this out. Walking up to you, okay? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. But think of me, like, I'm not me. I have, like, long, just, flowing hair and I nice. I thought it was funny you went from Hilltopper to the other one. Hey, Costa, <laughs> you're not a St. Mary's. A Gale. You're a, what's a good line? Dilf Topper? I don't know. <laughs> Dilf Topper's good. But what's good with St. Mary's? What's your thing? Is it waves? It's the Gales. It's, it's the a Gales? Gale. I don't know. There's nothing there. <laughs> that was a bad, bad joke. I mean, that ben. guy was pretty quick, right? Did yeah, that, uh, or he like thought about it. He like thought about it at Sets breakfast, and then he was like, "If I see her again, oh I have the God. perfect line." Please God, let me just run into her. And one then he more time. saw you, and he ran up, and it was the moment of his oh dreams, God, and he I said, "Allie, I'm gonna drop the milf topper on her, and oh then God, we're gonna I'm go gonna in the portage." Right I'm seriously so sweaty hot. Please <laughs> <laughs> stop talking. Let me find a porta potty that doesn't have a turd on the seat, oh. and we are gonna go. <laughs> Allie, that is so killer. That's a great story. I love that story. I knew the two of you would eat it up. That was oh, the yeah. only reason I told it. Everybody else is probably like, "She's gross, and that's gross." Oh, and oh she no, should be quiet. Oh no, uh, good for him. That was good. Well, it was. It's uh, obviously great to have you back. Thank you. We really missed you. I missed you guys to, so much. Like Costa built a table. There's blood on it. I bled I all over. I it saw from that this cut right here. I was tweeting at you guys. But, I mean, of course, we always text, but I was definitely tweeting at you guys we're when get I saw a, the um, a black tablecloth, and I think we're gonna get some signage. Yeah, we'll I remember like when we Bam first Slam. started this podcast. My dad was all, "All right, Merced Insurance Agency is gonna sponsor some signage." Oh, perfect! Nice. I haven't heard about it since. Oh my god! <laughs> come on, Keith. Talk, TikTok. Write, write brought to you check, by Keith. Yeah, come on, Keith. <laughs> Write that damn check. All right, Bam Slam fam, as always, we thank you for uh, being along for this ride, this uh, episode. Uh, and last but not least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces for what you do, what you've done for us. Bam Slam fam, we love you. Mwah. See, Costa's been doing the moi, and yeah. he didn't oh do a very God. good no. job. I'm not a good moi. -er. I think I heard it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.